Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good whatever time it is, wherever you are. Welcome to episode 35 of Living Truthfully. And you guys, Yanni, I can't believe how you guys are just giving us such great feedback about the podcast. The guy, the one for SK Blue last week, you guys, man, gem after gem, just dropping nugget after nugget. And I'm so grateful for the feedback that you're giving me. It was my birthday on Sunday, so I'm, take, I'm still taking gifts. M-Pesa. Um, anything you want to give me, it's my birthday month, so just keep them coming. Now, we're about done with the series, Men and Their Hustle, and I just have maybe one more guest I want to bring in, into studio. But today, I have a special guest. Now, as God would have it, you know, I, I, I happen to host this guy. And this guy comes from the land of uh, Bob. <laughs> uh, not Bob Male. Let's try another Bob. Bob. Not Bob Kyoko, that's Kaoland. Uh, Bob. Yes, Bob Meme Bob. <laughs> Meme Bob Mugabe. He comes from Zimbabwe. And when he, when he came, I showed him just some Zimbabwean money I had. I had a 50 trillion. Yeah, uh, 50 trillion note from, from Zimbabwe. <laughs> terrible thing he did. Terrible. Who, who did anything terrible? Why you keep that, man? I, I keep it because I feel rich. Nah, dog. I, I have I have fifty trillion, man. No, please burn that. As no, soon as I, you I, can. I cannot burn it. We can't afford that. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, with me in studio is a gentleman called Simba. His full name is Simba Rashe Mabasha. Yeah. Welcome to Living Truth. Thank you for having me. Thank you for the energy. Yeah, you know, I was fading a bit, but I'm good to go now. You're ready to I'm go. I'm ready to go. Uh, no, now, no, no. We, we have to keep the energy going. Man. Fire here, yeah. Yeah, we have to keep the energy fire. going. So, Simba, uh, so let, let's talk about how how I met you. Um, because it's pretty recent. Yes, it is. Uh, you were in you were in Kenya. You came in last week. Yes, sir. For the first time in Kenya. Yes, sir. First time. Okay, and why did you come to Kenya? Why did I come? Yeah, I came for Global Unites. It's a global youth organization peace building basically we focus on helping those in conflict conflict territories mm -hmm. peace build through the youth training up leadership providing infrastructure and spaces for people to you know capture their future by being peace builders so i've been with the organization for five years mm -hmm. and i've been with the mother organization well we're the mother organization the, the where it started was sri lanka unites mm -hmm. and i've been with them since 2010 so the organization is called global global unites, unites. Right, so if i wanted to engage with global unites how do i get uh, check us board? out on facebook ig www globalunites.org okay uh, we've just had our second summit and mm -hmm. was very excited to be in in Kenya, it was the first time outside Sri Lanka, and the Kenyans hosted us so well. It's mm. a beautiful, beautiful country. Of course, we are. The food country. is incredible, man. Oh yeah, uh, have you had nyama choma yet? No, I'm sure we're gonna have them tonight, right? Yeah, okay. So, so we'll do nyama choma tonight. Okay. Yeah. All no, right. it was good. It was. It was. It was. Listen, we're just trying to help and help solve youth problems, yeah. you know, and and in conflict zones. You know, people, we don't want people to carry on fighting. We want mm. them to control their own destinies. And by helping them become the leaders of tomorrow, we're just doing our part. So in the in the movement, we have about 13 countries and five are from Africa. So five oh, or wow. six are from Africa. Good stuff. And is Kenya one of them? Kenya is one of them. And, you, and, and we have people representing Kenya in the Global United. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I think I know yeah. two of them. You know are, two of yeah, them. Yeah. <laughs> shouts to Amani. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, so, shouts, no, shouts to Kanji, sorry. So, so my boy, Kanji uh, hooked me up with Simbarashe. Mm. Um, and so you decided to stay on for a couple of days. Yes, I did. Uh, why did you stay on? So I haven't been here, number mm -hmm. one. And uh, the line of work I do uh, is more in investments and I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a lawyer by trade, entrepreneur by profession, so to speak, or the other way around. Okay. And I thought that I should come here and just get a sense of the country. Um, the economy, the people, and the opportunities here. Just, just to see. Okay. I wanted to learn, and uh, all right. I, I thought I should stay a bit longer. Fantastic. So, 
Uh, we're going to talk about your stay and we're going to talk about maybe some of the things that you're learning. Right. But I want to go back to who, who Simba is. Simba. Uh, where did you where did you get where, where you born? Where did you grow up? Uh-huh. Like what's your story? What's your backstory? All right. So it's not Lion King. Yeah. <laughs> my, da- my dad isn't Mufasa. No? Yeah, no. Oh, no. shucks. <laughs> uh-huh. I was born in Bulawayo, uh, the second biggest city in, uh, in Zimbabwe. Bulawayo. Bulawayo. Okay. Um, and I, but I grew up in Arari, Zimbabwe, which is the capital city. City. I went to primary and secondary school there. Okay. Then I went to tertiary education, tertiary school, UCT, University of Cape Town. It's University of Cape Town. So that's um, where you did your university? Yes, I did. So let me, let me ask you, your, just your education system in Zimbabwe, is it like ours? You, you, you were colonized by the British, right? Yes, so we share that. So, so like how long is your primary school? Oh, it's a good question. So primary is from then, mm-hmm. was from five until 12 years okay, old. Okay, so about seven years. Seven years yeah. and then 12 until 18 for secondary. So about another six, six years. Yeah, okay, so six that's years. like our old system. Yeah, right. exactly. So we pretty much, we ran that system. We've had, we have a hybrid now where we have ECD. So kids go to school at like, I think three or four years okay. old. Mm-hmm. Uh, great early childhood, early childhood development. development. Okay. So that's for about two years, but I think that's changing. Mm-hmm. And then, but the the primary structure yeah. from one from grade one to upper six or fifth form yeah. is the same as it's always been. Okay. Yeah. So you went to University of Cape Town, and yes, you, you said you're a lawyer by 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 training. So, so yeah. is that what you went to study? Yes, I did. I tried law at UCT. Okay. Um, that was interesting, um, but I always had a passion for entrepreneurship. Okay, I started my first business when I was fifteen. All right, you know, so I wanted to hustle. Uh, what, what was your first business? It was a video club, man. A video, video club. club, yeah, in the hood. Bootleg video club, no doubt, man. Well, what's what's a video club? Because you know, I guess there's some there's some terms that will. Oh, for the youngins. In. Yeah. What, what's, a, what's a video club? <laughs> so back in the day, right before DVDs and satellite TV, right there yeah. was a club that stored. Video cassettes, video VHSs. Yes. Before DVDs, pay TV, satellite yeah. television. Yeah. Um, TV was started in the Bef- afternoon. Before Netflix. Exactly. Before Netflix. Yeah. yeah and chilling. So <laughs> you would go um, to the video club. Uh, famous one was Blockbuster. That's the one people know. Yeah. And you'd rent out videos for the weekend. Yeah. So I, my dad was cool enough that he would like buy us a lot of gadgets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he bought two or three videos. Yeah. And I realized that oh, I could bootleg these. Oh, so you, so you, so you copied them, copied them, okay. and then sold them in the hood, rented up in the hood. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that well, you were fifteen then. No, I was fifteen. That then. was your first hustle. That was my first hustle. All right, let's talk about how your hustle continued. So I mean, when you got to school, right? Law school ain't, ain't no joke. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know hustling at law school. Yeah. But soon thereafter, I got into like trade, mm-hmm. commodity trade business, okay. just online based, and the world was changing because internet had become much faster. Yeah. And China was on its big march forward. That's when China was building itself. So they were buying a lot of commodities. That's iron ore, that's copper. Iron ore from Brazil, Australia. Copper from Zambia. uh, Manganese from South Africa. And uh, I thought like, you know what, man? There's an opportunity here. Someone put me on this as I left school because I didn't want to practice law. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, started. that was my first business. But the idea was to use cash cows to raise capital for my ultimate goal, which is to build a media company. All right. We'll talk about the media company in a second. But Mm. these things that you're mentioning, copper, manganese, uh, iron ore, so is that what you traded in? Yeah, that's what you traded. So you will go... To a mine, mine, find a miner who's got this product. Okay. And you be in the middle, and then you find a seller, a buyer. Okay. Who, who wants the product, mostly Chinese. But there were other traders, right? So sometimes you're the junior trader. Mm-hmm. You would have access to the mine, and then there were other dudes who would aggregate um, mm. for other buyers. Yes. But you never, ever see the buyer. You you were just in charge of the, of the sell side. And did you, make, did you make some money? No, nah, I didn't, man. You yeah, didn't make not money? Not at all, man. It was hard, man. I was two years of toil. And there were too many MCs, not enough mics, man. You know no, what I'm saying? I, I feel like that's your favorite phrase. That is my favorite phrase. Uh, well, <laughs> we are two MCs right now. <laughs> yeah, and there's two mics. There's yeah, enough of us right enough now. Mics. But I remember enough. that is that, you know, in trade, in the middle, when you're in the middle, right, you must be on yourself. You know, or must be pe- there must be two people who you could, the guy bringing the transaction on yeah. the buy side yeah. and the guy bringing the transaction on the sell side. When there's five of y'all, you can't control five people. Greed comes into play. And if you're the junior player, which I was the junior player, mm-hmm. I don't eat. I eat last if I'm going to eat. Yeah. 
But so I realized that, you know what, man, as, as the, the thesis was sound because no bank would give me capital, mm. you know, they would ask why aren't you practicing law, you yeah, know, and yeah. we would take where media, this is very niche stuff. Um, so we couldn't raise, I couldn't raise the capital that way. So then about two or three years later, I met my partner, Simu, um, and he was a banker, one of these private wealth managers in, in, in South Africa. Okay. And he put me on on some of his friends, went to a pitch meeting. I was drunk, but <laughs> I uh, I pitched my ass off because I got the money. <laughs> wow. Day. And that's how we raised our first round of funding uh, for a company called African Dust Media Group, which is now African? African Dust Media Group. African Dust Media, Media Group. Group. Yeah, so, so what was the dream with African Dust Media, Media Group? Media, controlling media from end to end, right? Telling African stories um, unique to us, unique in some respects to the middle class, because um, that's where I, that's the that's that's the that's the world I knew okay. for the most part, um, and trying to control all parts of that value chain, meaning from script to distribution, mm. and also focusing on new fo- forms of distribution that streaming, that's mobile, and things of that nature. But we couldn't afford to make the content ourselves, yeah. so we only focused on distribution. Okay. That's when we built uh, one of the first three stream Africa Afrocentric streaming services mm-hmm. called Wabona. Um, Wabona. 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 Yeah. Meaning, what does Wabona mean? It's a Zulu Sutu word of you see. Okay. Yeah. Wabona. Um, oh, yeah. Ne- ne- yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Bantu language. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we built that business focusing mostly on Southern African content for Africa and the diaspora. Mm-hmm. Uh, a company called Iroko did it for People may know Iroko for Rock TV yes, or DSTV yes, yes, yes. or Arrow King for music. Exactly. Yeah. Um, they did for for Nollywood. Yeah. And Booney did for East Africa. So, tell me about that business. Did it work? So, how much money did you raise? Uh in total, I think between 150k to 200k US. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, so, I think so. yeah, yeah, something like that. If I remember correctly. All right. When was this? When was this? Oh, this was from. 08 mm-hmm. to 2010. Okay. Yeah, so between 2008 and 2010. Yeah, that's the raising. That's the money we raised. Then so, we started so the business. So you raised the money and, and in 2010 you started the business. Yeah. And, and tell me, how did the business work? In theory, no, not in theory. We got clients. We we, okay. we could we, we, we were making revenues. Mm-hmm. So yes, it worked. Was mm-hmm. it profitable? No. And we didn't have enough runway to allow us to build up the catalogs. Because the, the, the mistake we made, right, I think in hindsight was we paid too much on our first deal, which is the SABC South African Broadcast Corporation. So we were the first ones to stream that in the world. Okay, but uh, I think it's one of my biggest regrets as an entrepreneur. Mm. I think we paid too much, um, and that that debt on our books mm-hmm. was was a, was 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 a it heavy yoke. Yeah. yeah, I think it killed our business. So how long did you run this business? Uh so from. We started in 08, mm-hmm. fundraising. Yes. 2010, we launched the, the Wabona product yes. until about 2015. All right. Yeah. So the, the series we're currently doing on the podcast is called Men and Their Hustle. Word. And, and I'm trying to figure out the hustle that you go through and the things that, especially for you being in a market that's different from ours. Now, and I'm going to try and see if we can draw some parallels in terms no of how how that, how that we, our experiences are. Word. Um, so my question to you now is you raise... You know, two hundred thousand USD. Mm. You run a business for about five years. The business doesn't work. Mm-hmm. What happens to your investors? Ah, oh, that's the nature of venture capital, man. Venture capital is a fascinating space, right? So, just a bit of background. Venture capital is a form of what they call alternative investments, mm-hmm. similar to pension, f- no, to private equity yes. and hedge funds. Mm-hmm. And they go to institutionals or angels. Angels are people, high net worth individuals who invest. Yeah. They amalgamate all this money into a fund. Right? Mm-hmm. This fund goes out there and tries to invest as much capital in as many businesses as possible, yes. in new technologies, in new industries. Mm. So, for example, Facebook raised money from venture capital, Instagram, WhatsApp, all the new social media companies mm-hmm. raise money from venture capital. And as I'm sure it's very popular in Kenya now. A lot mm-hmm. of guys are getting funded. Yes, for, yes, yes. You know, so we were at the we were at the stage where just before the financial crisis, there was a lot of venture money. Mm. You know, and when financial crisis happened in 07 or 08, a lot of it flowed to Africa because a lot of funds were looking for quick returns. Right? Okay. So 
venture, we took money from a venture firm that was also based here in Kenya. I'm not going to mention their name. Okay. Okay. Because <laughs> um, it wasn't a great experience. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we we took angel money also. So mm. that's friends and family. Yeah. Um, and then that was the risk. So venture gives you money. But venture... Um, takes risk on a hundred businesses, mm. but out of the hundred businesses, maybe or ten businesses, maybe two will be what they call unicorns, you yeah. know, which are billion dollar businesses. Yeah, five will break even. Yeah, and with three or four actually, and other five will be bust. They will not make money. So we were on the bust side. You were on the majority yeah. side. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. We were on the majority. You're on side. the majority side. So, um, mm-hmm. so it was. It's a difficult thing that because these are friends, man, and this is family. You've taken money. We've taken a bet on you. Yeah. We've taken a gamble. It's something I haven't made peace with. To be quite frank with you. Um, I appreciated those people that gave me cash mm. and who trust because people are trusting you. You know, yes, it's not a it's, it's a lot of money for someone to give you thirty five k. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I mean, any any money, even even a k, even a k. And I think the problem with us entrepreneurs is we don't sell the risk. Yes, we sell the opportunity. Yes, yes exactly. So they don't think they're going into risk yeah, capital. They exactly. think they're going into opportunity. Opportunity. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's a very good point, mate. Because yeah. I had a. I had a friend of mine who I told, listen, you must be able to lose this money yeah. after this experience. So yeah. now I tell you upfront, yeah. you're going to invest in me or any of my ventures. Yeah. This money you're comfortable losing. And he was angry with me. It's like, don't ever tell me that. <laughs> you know? no, but, it, but, but it's true. It's, <laughs> but it's, it's true, it's, right? It's yeah, risk capital. Like, yeah. It is risk capital. Yeah. So yeah, those guys lost their cash. So I want to, <laughs> I'm so sorry for those guys. <laughs> yeah. Those are those those brutal statement. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I want to talk about those uh, those five years because yeah. one of the things you've mentioned is that you you had a not so pleasant experience with a venture capital fund. Mm-hmm. And so my, my follow-up question to that is what are the things you can say you've learned from that five-year experience of raising money, trying to run a business that you make some bad business decisions, yeah. maybe some great ones as yeah. well, and then you have to close it down? Ah, the first thing, man, don't ever lose your vision. Okay. Don't ever... You know when someone says, I'm going to give you money, but I'm going to dilute, I'm going to dilute your equity? Yeah. You know, that's difficult. Because mm. you've done a lot of sweating and struggling for that business, and mm. they are going to come in there like a shark and say, yeah, I know you need the money. Yeah. So I'm going to half your valuation. And, and you have no choice. So don't lose your vision. Don't mm. lose your tenacity for your business. Mm. And the pressure you're facing as a businessman, as an entrepreneur, is survival mm. and vision. And mm. that's a difficult balance. You know, so we took survival, you know. As Which was a, get the money now. Get the money now, yeah. you know. So just stay the course if you can. And ancillary to that, find another hustle. Mm. Entrepreneurs, if, if you're starting out, if you have a job, keep that job. Start your startup as a side hustle that you have some recurring income, mm, that's mm. your salary, but focus your time on building your business in, 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 in an efficient way. What I mean by that, you only have a lot of uh, finite hours of per day, right? Yeah. You know, so you have a nine to five, mm-hmm. you know, and then you have, if you have a family, your family time, then if you have your single, you know, relationship, you have time you need to spend on yourself. So you per, per most likely have 45 minutes to the one hour 30 a day. You know what I'm saying? Just mm. focus on your side hustle such slash startup. Mm. You've got to be efficient. You've got to be very efficient. Very, very efficient. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll get into this conversation because you have something very interesting that you're doing now, which is raising capital mm-hmm. through trade, through mm-hmm. one hustle, mm-hmm. to do the hustle that you really exactly, want to do. Exactly. And we'll get to that. Yeah. But um, just, I want to try and build your history a bit more. Yeah. And so from 2015, Wabosha is, Wabona, if you're listening, <laughs> Wabona is no, is no longer working. It's right. not tenable. Yeah. How do you shut it down? Oh man, it's hard, man. It's a, it's a very, it begins with you and your partners, you mm-hmm. and your co-founders. Yeah. That's the first conversation. That's painful. You know, mm. that's you and, 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 and someone you love as someone, and that, that was my best friend, yeah, yeah. you know, and you're like, listen, I can't do this anymore. That's a very difficult conversation to mm. have. Mm. Um, then you have to inform your investors, you know. And I used to write week monthly letters, mm-hmm. um, investment notes, just for what's happening with the business yeah. and things like that. And yeah. you have to let them know. A lot of these guys are seasoned, so they'll be like, cool, it's cool. But for your friends, 
yeah. you know the, your boys yeah. you know like listen this is like by savings <laughs> oh man that's that's gut wrenching absolutely gut wrenching for your employees and stuff we were very lean mm-hmm. you know so we outsourced a lot of that you yeah. know it was it was okay you okay. know um so no it was it was a very painful time um you question yourself as a leader as a yeah. businessman as an yeah. entrepreneur and you try and ascertain like what did i do wrong and it's a lot of shame in it i think failure mm. uh, because it is failure you know, it is failure. It is failure. I've gone through it. So yeah, I, you know, we're intimately acquainted. <laughs> you know, so yeah, the fa- the the it's incredibly emotional, which is to be expected, but also quite spiritual. Mm. Um, and that you have to dig down deep and to find out who you are and to lean on your faith mm. and and things like that. So that was a very difficult experience. What did it do to you? Oh man, I lost a lot of confidence. Mm. Um, Listen, I'm a confident man. I believe in myself. I I, I've in seen it, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm someone who, who's a go-getter, who tries to get it done. And this really affected my confidence. Um, mm. Why didn't people like the product? Yeah. You know, you yeah. know it's an extension of yourself, right? Yeah. It's your baby, right? Mm. Why didn't people trust you? You know, people did pay for the product. You know, why couldn't we raise more money? You mm. know, why didn't mm. people understand our vision? That's the investor side, the yeah. public side, the stakeholder side. So you lose a lot of confidence, and you're packing up. Like I packed up everything, and I had to start again. And I had to go home to my parents, and just like so, you left. Everything. You left South Africa. I left South Africa. You went back to Zimbabwe. Went to Zimbabwe. For you went to your mother's house. Yeah. You knocked the door. Yeah. What did you say? Ah, uh, they knew I was coming. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you don't say much, man. You know, just like yeah. So that was, that didn't work out, man. <laughs> You know, which is difficult for them because, listen, we, you have a law degree, dog. What the hell are you doing this for? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm the eldest, so I'm sure it was doubly disappointing, you know, for them. Um, it's just very difficult. Like, it, it puts a lot of pressure on relationships. Tell me about your relationship with your parents. Oh, that's a good question. Complicated, I think is the word. Okay. Because of the nature of the man I am, mm-hmm. my ambitions, um, my desire to... to, to to change the world to yeah. put it so loudly and broadly yeah. they come from a generation where you go to school you go to university you get a job you get married you have kids and you die yeah, so there's, a, <laughs> there's a set linear exactly way there i am like i go to school did well at high school go to university did graduate the law degree and like nah dog i'm not doing that i'm not doing that <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah. so i think for the longest time they probably Hate is a strong word, but I think they're like, man, this nigga. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, th- that's that's an interesting thing because you, you talk about this linear mm-hmm. way of doing life, and, right. and that's universal for, yeah. me, for 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 artists, for us in this part of the world. Right? How old are you? I'm 38 in yeah. in October. 38 in October. Yeah. Um, are you married? No, I'm not married. So so you, that that part hasn't sort of. I couldn't take that risk. Why? You, you can take people's money and you cannot take a wife. What's wrong yeah, with you, Yeah, that's a good man? question. So I did the math on this, man. <laughs> I'm a bit of a nerd, right? Yeah. I did the math on this. I did the math on this, man. Like, if, if you're going to find a woman, respectfully, sisters, I know you're listening, right? Taking a gamble on entrepreneur is a tall order. You know what I'm saying? Especially this dude has got a law degree. He speaks the Queen's English, went to a private school, comes from a decent enough family. You don't want to work, man? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So... The conversation is hard. Yeah. You know, it's a tough sell to tell someone that wait, knowing mm. that they can see your potential, your earning capacity, yeah, your ability. Yeah, yeah. Like, listen, we are respectfully, we are in the well educated elite yeah. in, in Africa. Yeah. You know, we've been given opportunities, and many people don't understand that. You know, so like, you didn't feel like, like you are. Was it you or was it the women? No, the women. I think there was some women who I dated it during yeah, that time, but yeah. I wasn't comfortable with putting them through that difficulty. So, so you, did, you, you, you didn't bet on you? I, I, it's a great way of looking at it. No, I didn't think she would bet on me. Whoever she was, I didn't think she'd bet on me. Mm. Because, I mean, dude, this is could be 10 years, could be 20 years. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It could never work. You may never make success. You don't I mean, think so? Maybe you need a second brain you to know, help you, you know. In hindsight, put, put in hindsight, I, 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 I'm coming to, to see that. But at the time, my biggest fear, mm-hmm. uh, and this is a strange fear, the moment you bring someone into that boat, yeah. 
and then you have a child, yeah. your pressure points magnify significantly. They do. You know what I'm saying? But can I tell you something? Yeah. They make you work. They make you work. They make, they you, make you work. They make you creative. Exactly. This is yeah, the you have to close the deal. Yeah, exactly. You gotta make that money, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> there are two no. people depending on exactly on that contract. And you could get twins on your first. You round. know what I'm yeah. saying? That yeah. is my hope, by the way. Especially, especially <laughs> someone like you. You look like a twins guy. But I, I, that is my hope. That is my, <laughs> get it done one time. <laughs> so, so you go back home. Yeah. This is what year? 2015. 2015. 2015. Yeah. You go back home, and yeah. then what do you do? I was like, I'm home for a month, as I told my mom, yeah. you know, I just like, nah, I'm like, nah, and I'm home for a month. Cause I was, I didn't want to go, I was ashamed. I was disappointed mm. and I, I'm not one to sit on my laurels. I'm not one to be self, to have self pity or whatever. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Let's go. It's war for me. You know what mm. I'm saying? Let's mm. go. Let's go. Let's go again. Yes. You know? So I'm like, okay, what do I know what to do? I know how to move stuff. I know how to buy and sell stuff. So I started buying and selling content. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And because I'd built up all these networks of content yeah. producers and yeah. things. So let me come into this place and bridge the gap. Mm-hmm. You know, or who's selling what? Yeah. Let me help you sell it to a network, a broadcaster, mm-hmm. an OTT service, yeah. a telco. Um, so I started that. But I was just always looking for something to buy and sell, something mm-hmm. to move mm-hmm. in Zim, in South Africa, in Zambia, in East Africa, in Kenya, mm-hmm. Tanzania. Um, mostly content, but if there's any opportunity that came about, yeah. let's try to make that happen. That was hard. That was hard. And and in hindsight, it was it wasn't my time to leave, mm. you know, because then my dad got sick. Uh-huh. Um, and then that then consumed the family's life yeah. until his death. So I had to be home for for that process. But you only see that in hindsight. Paula, sorry. Yeah, thank you. You only see that in hindsight. You don't see it when you're in it. You just don't want to leave, right? So I tried, man. I tried other hustles, other hustles. Like, listen, I'm trying to leave. I'm trying to leave. Nothing is firing. You know, and it was, it was, once again, validating that idea Mm. of failure, of inability to do Mm. things, Mm. you know. But deep down inside, man, I knew I could do what I set out to do. Yeah, that was a faith thing. That was a God thing. Yeah. Um, that was, you know, remembering that, you know, we're fierce, we're, fe- we're fearful and wonderfully made. You yeah. know, Psalm 139, you know, remembering that we're made in God's image, remembering that Christ died for you. Mm-hmm. So you are of some value, even yeah. if you don't think you're of any value. Yeah. You know, so those things, man, those things got me through, man. A few friends, and you lose a lot of friends. You know, in mm. difficult times, you know who your rider dies on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, but there were a few people who were, like, who were just there, you know what I'm saying, and had my back. And I appreciated them there. But I think it made me really stronger as a Christian. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And it made it, it helped me understand failure is a good thing, you know, and failure is a good teacher. Isn't it? I think so, man. You know, I, I, I'm, t- I'm, t- I'm speaking now a bit more and. One of the things that I'm starting to speak about is just the value of failure. Yeah, man. You know, it, it really it really just is a good teacher. It's very much so. And I think it's part of the process. Like you I don't think you can succeed without failure. Without having some form of failure. Exactly. It, failure sort of realigns things for you. Yeah. And it also it also puts things into perspective. Yeah. Life. You know, chasing a dollar man, you know. You 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 see you actually undervaluing yourself yeah. when you when you are now just chasing cash. Yeah. Money is a tool. That's all it is. It's a tool mostly for building infrastructure to make you happy. You know what I'm saying? But it never really makes you happy. No money. <laughs> yeah. I've learned. Yeah. Yeah, really. Well, it's easy to say this when you're broke. Very much so. <laughs> Very much so. But 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 my sense of it is once you take the motions of chasing money out, yeah. it's like listen, money is to get me to A, B, C, D. Yeah. I've got some rules about this, I've got some moral standards around it. I'm not gonna cheat someone for it, I'm not gonna steal it, you know, or you can if you want, if you're that way inclined. Mm. But money is I have not I'm not gonna fall in love with it, it's not gonna be my mistress, yeah. you know, it's not gonna be my idol, it's just something I do from nine to five or as an entrepreneur. That liberates you from the pressure of it. Then you just go out there and just execute, you know. But you only see that when you've lost it. That's true. You know, when you've lost its comfort, when you thought yeah, it was comfort, yeah, yeah. you know. And you only see that when you don't have it. Hmm. How have your last three years been since 20, 2016 till now? Ah oh, man, Did losing my back? dad was hard. Okay, in seventeen. Yeah. Um. It was. It was a very difficult process. Are you close? 
My dad? Well, you Not at the dad. end, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. We, we, it was complicated. I'm the eldest, man. I shouldn't have been living the life I lived. Yeah. Especially the investment they put in, man. Yeah. Listen, I went to two private schools. Wow. And I went to expensive school. And my dad paid cash, yeah. man. Wow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay. You know, he worked hard to send yeah. us to these schools, yeah. man. And here I am, clowning as an entrepreneur. Yeah, so I'm selling DVDs, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> clowning, man. And yeah. and I don't think at the end it was difficult. It was it was a very uh yeah, it was a difficult process, man. I would say that. You know, and, So how do you climb up for that? You failed in business. You go back home, you turn the set back yourself yourself up again yeah. and then you know your old man dies. How do you deal with that? How do you hear from that? I mean, faith, man. I, I can't lie to you, man. And I know people say this a lot, like, listen, man, at that bottom, man, it's you and Christ, my man. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Really, man, it, it's, it, this is no, this is no illusion. This is no people trying to, you know, keep themselves warm with some sort of, you know, I know atheists would say you're just imagining that, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nah, my man, it's a, failure is incredibly spiritual and God is like, for, there were moments in my life and I'll be like this can't be it mm. this cannot be my life yeah I'm saying and um, but I remembered God man or God remembered me you know and that was really important next thing once you know your value in God you value yourself like you look at yourself slightly different yeah you, you look at that failure as, as, as a blessing as a mm. gift mm. then you have to then realign okay cool man this is where I'm at where, where do I go what are my plans? You know, what am I, what, what can I hustle? You know, you, you go back to basics and you say, okay, we can do A, B, C, D. We have these skills. So I consulted, you know, for mm. a company in Cape Town, guys yeah. I worked with when, while I was in the space. Yeah. That was a blessing. Um, then I realized like, you know what, I have a, I have an aptitude for investments. You know, I've taken money from people, but now let me give people money. Mm-hmm. Um, start raising capital for that and hustling that. You know what I'm saying? So, so, so now you've moved into the investment space. Yes, I have. Yes, I have. So, one of the reasons I wanted to bring you into the podcast is because you have you have a really good perspective, I think, of where Africa should be in terms of business. Now, last week I had a guest who talked about energy. He talked about communication. And he talked about, um, shucks, can I remember? Uh, what was the third one? Logistics. Logistics. Thank you, producer. It was logistics, uh, energy, and communication. And those are his three focus areas in terms of investment. And a lot like you, he's, he's putting money now in, mm. in investment. You have some areas of your own mm. that you're concerned about. Mm. What are they? Agribusiness. Agribusiness. Uh-huh. Light manufacturing. Light manufacturing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Media and technology. Media and technology. And fin services. And fintech services, yeah. financial services. Financial services. So, why are you interested in these areas? Okay, man, let's begin at the beginning. Uh, and the beginning is Africa. Mm-hmm. The beginning is that Africa is the last battleground for capitalism in the world. Last battleground for, for capitalism. capitalism, okay. Is Africa. Yeah. Africa's history is, the last 550 years, is a colonial apartheid slave narrative. Yes. Um, where Africa was pretty much the engine, the labor engine. Yes, for the world. For, for, the world. For, for the world's development. So yeah. places like Liverpool, yeah. places like Marseille, you know, parts of Denmark, yeah. the whole of the United States. Yes. <laughs> And even some parts of the Middle East. Exactly. You know, Oman, the, yeah. Very much so. Yeah. That's another part of the slave trade. We don't talk about the yeah. slave trade that went east, to, right? Yeah. You know? <laughs> they are, I mean, they're big black populations in Pakistan, yeah. in India. Yeah. I met a black Palestinian last week at this conference. I, I'm told they speak Oman in Swahili. Uh, Swahili in Oman. Yes. They, I, thought, I think I saw a documentary yeah. about that yeah. recently, yeah. right? So, that we don't talk about that. But yeah. we, we built... And this is, by no means, is this us trying to rationalize right. slavery mm. and colonialism. Yeah. No, we did that. <laughs> we did that. We built the world yeah. with labor and with labor, with hard labor, hard labor. Yeah. And we are the biggest landmass in the world mm. by far. Yeah. You know, um, we are gifted with natural resources and cursed with them. One mm. could argue, mm. rightly or wrongly. You yeah, know? we've got gold, we've got iron, we've got <laughs> manganese, we've, we've got copper, oil, we've got copper. oil. Yeah. Which have brought a lot of pain. Yeah, diamond. Exactly, yeah. you know. But also a lot of joy in terms of agriculture, mm. which is a focal point. And then we have these people, right? Mm. These billion people in sub-Saharan, or in, in full Africa, right? Yeah. Um, full Africa. Um, and the people are the future. We have this 
fascinating young population. Well, we've got one of the youngest youngest. We are world, the youngest yeah. population in the world. Fifty yeah. percent of this continent is under eighteen. Seventy-three wow. percent is under twenty-five. Um, we are we're birthing two girl child per boy child. Average family average, I think, is between six and eight children per woman in childbirth. Wow. Niger being the highest at eight point seven five. Wow. You know, we are we are we have kids, man. We have numbers, dog. And yeah. what built China? And you're refusing to add to these numbers, but it's... <laughs> yes, yeah. There are too many, man. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think I'm doing us a disservice. <laughs> too many of us. Yeah, um, but you're saying China was built by their numbers. Numbers. Yeah. India, numbers. Yeah. The states, numbers and capitalism. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and even the big economies in Africa are yeah, about Nigeria, numbers. Nigeria. Exactly. Ethiopia soon, yeah. you know. So any African country with 40 plus is pumping, man. You know, so the idea, the founding thesis of investing in Africa is its people. It's mm. its people and its future. The sectors I've picked are food, agribusiness. Agribusiness, because you've got to feed the people. You've got to feed the people, Okay. Right? Media and, and technology, you got to entertain the people. Yeah. Fin services, you've got to fund the people. You've got to fund and, and move and move, and money, move money. Move money. And, move and, money. and, and I, I hope we've taught you something with the person. <laughs> exactly, with the best, exactly. Yeah. And that was, as a side note, that's, one of the reasons I'm here, man. Yeah. I believe Kenya's are the vanguard of African technology. Wow. Not Cape Town. And I'm sure those in Cape Town who are listening they, they was African. Yeah. Nah. Nah, man. Now you gotta come and see what to do. You gotta come and see what's happening yeah. here, man. It's, it's bananas, man. You know, it's, it is. And you've been doing it for a while. Yeah. That's the That's the thing. It's normal to it's us. It's normal for you to use this form of payment yes. to move your economy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and this idea of credit cards and debit cards and the mobile device, man. They're, they're done. They're, you know, we've they're jumped done. banks yeah, yeah. for the most part. So Kenya, Kenya is at is at the vanguard, man, of African African technology. All technology, I think. Uh, I think you guys have an understanding of what it means in our context. And what I mean by that is that you and you are bridging that low income country, middle mm. middle income country type bridge, and you're using technology to do that for the most part. Yeah. And, and other African countries are slightly ahead, so Africa would be one of those, and most are slightly behind. And I think because you are sli- you are slightly ahead of most, you're a better teacher, I think, on certain things. Yeah, we're a better teacher on most things. <laughs> most things. But I've got a question for Go you. For it, so man. which which of these sectors is, is the one that you're passionate about? Agriculture, man. That's your passion. That's, That's passion. where you want to put your money in. So everything else that you're doing in terms of trade is to put money in agriculture. Agriculture, agriculture is... That's the holy grail of African business. All right. And and why? Because in 30 years, right, we're adding a billion people. That's wow. never been happened to mankind. 30 years. That's the projection. There'll be a 2 billion, 2.1 billion people in Africa in 30 years. Wow. Um, Africa has so much land yeah. that's underutilized. Yeah. The idea we have famines and food insecurity, mm. it's probably the highest scale in the world in Africa. That's unacceptable, you know. That's unacceptable. We, we, we. If you're blessed with inability, man, you're blessed to serve. Mm-hmm. I believe blessings are for others, not for yourself. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think I know how to make money. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I hope I hope I know how to make oh, money. Oh, oh. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. You know, right now it's all been failure. <laughs> you know, but um, I think that um, feeding the people of this continent. Is a calling and a purpose, and I think it's a challenge I accept. Do, do you think Africa will be able to feed itself? 100%. Do you think Ab- Africa will be able to trade with itself fairly? <sighs> so with the signing of the new free trade pack, I can't pronounce the acronym, guys. My apologies. Mm. Just look it up. Yeah. Uh, as of two months ago, yeah. Africa signed this massive free trade pack that will allow for basically more board, more access to markets throughout the contract like the EU yeah. um, or NAFTA in mm-hmm. the West mm-hmm. um, or ASEAN and Asia. Um, but this is the biggest trading block in the world mm-hmm. that they've created mm-hmm. on paper at least. So which means tariffs and customs will be managed differently. It will mostly be a free trade zone. Yeah. So what you buy in Cape Town, you can easily sell in Bujumbura, you know, without you know, taxes. Mm. In theory, that's the basis of yeah, it. Yeah. Can we do it fairly? The proof is in the pudding. Nigeria, South Africa are, are ahead. You know what I'm saying? 
They produce a lot of product, yeah. um, particularly South Africa's manufacturing business. Yeah. Although it's struggling now, it's still a big manufacturer. Um, Kenya to a point, mm. Uganda to a point. We will see how individual countries' economic interests will yeah. work against communal interests. Mm. I think you guys are also at the vanguard with the East African community. Yeah, yeah. you know, you're building at, at least between Uganda and Rwanda. We, there's, there's some there's some good work, yeah, you know, exactly. progress so, in that sense. Exactly. So. Tanzania, listen, Tanzanians, man, we love you. <laughs> okay, we love you. Just, yeah. just, just, but I mean, to that point, come into the fold. For man. an example, in East Africa, um, because of your trade block and yeah. your customs union, when you import a product, let's say that's going to Kampala, right? Yeah. Um, so each to Mombasa or Da, yeah. each country will send its own customs representatives. Yeah, so they all sit together. So all sit together yeah. and you all, you get processed at port of entry yes, yes. of Dar es Salaam yes, and Mombasa. Yes, yes. That's really cool. Yeah. Whereas in Zim, um, we our big ports are Beira in Mozambique yeah. and Durban in South Africa. Yeah. We will get processed at uh, For those that country, yeah. port of entry, yeah. then at those border points. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That's a, it, it's a, a lifetime, it's, it's a hassle. hassle. Yeah. Um, and that's very difficult. So yes, I do believe. I, I'm not sure if we can solve that problem as countries, but I think we have to try. I have two questions for yeah, you, now, for and, and then we can close this this conversation. Um, one, you've been in Kenya for three days now. Mm -hmm. Well, you've been in Kenya for a week now, but but for three days, uh, looking at business, yeah, yeah. Nairobi. What's your first impression? Oh, man, it's a place on the move, man. I think you dudes are on the move. and It's a place in transition, is my sense. Yeah. And you're either transitioning out of a boom or into, meaning into a slowdown or vice versa. What mm. I mean by that is that clearly you've had a, a big season of growth yeah. that's slowed down and I think people can feel it. Yeah. Particularly in real estate, I think, yeah, is the yeah. sense I get from, from what I've observed. Mm -hmm. um, so you're trying to retool your pace yes. as to what does progress mean. Yeah. But I kind of think that that's a really cool, good time to be here because people can step back from the addiction of easy money, easy opportunity. Then you get to see the lay of the land. So I'm glad I came at this time because there are a lot of good opportunities here. You know, valuations are becoming interesting. I still think some are overvalued, but I think, I think we're getting there. I mean, education is solid. Um, infrastructure is fantastic. There's an energy for commerce, yeah. which I like about Nairobi. I like yeah. energy for commerce, you know. Um, so that's the f my first impression is that it's a country in a country on the move, in transition. And uh, my second impression would be there's a hunger mm -hmm. that's not being met. Mm. I think people are hungry to move. Like the youngins, the young people are like, but they don't know where to express that energy, where to push mm. it through mm. and how to push it through. So they are struggling to find their feet. And I'm particularly sensitive to the young because they are the future of this continent. So I'm I'm interested to see how they mm. handle. Someone told us we're old today. Remember? Yes, someone did tell me I was uh, old today. And told us that we're we are about done. We're about done. I, I, yeah. I think and, I'm, and I'm not yet 40, man. I'm <laughs> exactly. nowhere near done. I've yeah, got a last question for you. And this question it, is basically, I'm hoping that you can inspire someone. Mm -hmm. um, so, we, we, you think we're on the move and you're coming from a country which, what's the state in Zimbabwe? Sorry, let me just dive uh -huh. let, let, me, let me just, you know. Sidebar. Sidebar for a bit. T tell us about the state of the economy in Zimbabwe right now. It's a, Zimbabwe is a complicated place, yeah. but we're also in a big transition. Okay. From Robert Mugabe to Emerson Mnangagwa is a process. Mm, yeah. We've never had a change of leadership since Ian Smith yes. in 1980, since wow. we took liberation. Yeah. That's been a very painful process. Mm. A good process. Now, that's that's controversial, yeah. but we need to find our feet. Change of leadership is a process and it takes time, but it's a painful process, man. We were a sick country for a long time, and we, have, we had to choose between medicine, pill-based medicine, or an injection. They've chosen the injection. It's hard over there man it's like i go back on saturday um and part of me is like wow i'm going back to long park it's <laughs> fuel problems but it's home um and but i don't you know people always try to placate or make themselves feel better when they say it's home nah man yeah. we have problems but we have to solve them okay you know so it's a difficult place the reason i asked that is because we feel like we're in a tough we're in a mm -hmm. tough spot 
And I think if you asked a random South African from SA, they'd feel like they're yeah, in a tough spot yeah, as well. Yeah. And I know Malawi is struggling exactly. and they feel like they're in a tough spot. And so it's it's a common narrative. Yeah, you know, for whatever is. reason, Very wherever you are, yeah. there's there's something that makes you unhappy. Yeah, most definitely. So my question to you, mm-hmm. and, and hoping that you can inspire not just the young people in, in Kenya, and maybe not even just the young people, even my age, mate, guys who've gone through mm-hmm. uh, a tough time, and whoever else is listening from the continent, mm-hmm. what do you want to tell them? I think never give up, man. Mm. First and foremost, never give up. Never give up on yourself. Whatever goes on, whatever's going on in your life, whatever struggle you are facing, never give up yourself. You're worth it. You are worth something. You know what I'm saying? Mm. That something is enough. Do you feel like you're worth something? A hundred percent. I'm I'm amped, man. I think I think. Listen, I told you earlier this week. I love chaos. Yeah, that's where we make the most money, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying that's yeah. when that's when things become interesting. When people are confused, man, like what's happening? Like, okay, let's let's get to work. It's time to work. Mm. It's time to work now, man. When things Africa's going through a tough time, I think the world we're about to enter. We're about to enter a slowdown, a big global slowdown. Mm-hmm. Um, oil prices have been ticking up. Most African economies are struggling. Um, average global growth is coming down. I mean, it's a tough time and fuel is about to go up mm. quickly mm. in some places, mm. you know. So we are in a very different... The, the, this last 11 years of this bull run, you know, is the biggest bull run in the history of at least the West, let's call yeah. it, you know. Yeah. That's coming to an end sooner or later and that affects us. Don't give up. This is the time to get things cracking. What, what, so what, how, what is the practical way of that? Read a lot. Mm-hmm. Read a lot outside whatever space you're in. Yeah. Learn something new. Learn things. Learn things. Have a side hustle. Have a new skill. Mm. This idea of a, a mono um, income life. No, you need a dual income life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And if you're married, you need four incomes. <laughs> and, and you were telling me to diversify my income, not just in terms of the things that I do, but also in the places that I get my income exactly. from. Geographical places. Geographical places. So, so income from Uganda, income exactly. from Zimbabwe. Exactly. Just, just Look at Africa as a region, not countries. Yes. And countries are a colonial manifest. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's just 1865 Berlin Conference. But yeah. is it four or five white dudes? Yeah. You know, Bismarck mm-hmm. and Co. were like, nah, man, we're just going to put Uganda, cool, my nigga. <laughs> yeah. Zimbabwe, Mozambique. Yeah, so, you know, yeah. like, I ca- I'm Shona, but my grandfather grew up in Mozambique, right? Yeah. But with all of the Eastern people. Yeah. So if you go to the border between Zimbabwe and Mozambique, we all speak Shona. But language. we have a border with different passports. Yeah. It's madness, right? It's madness, yeah. Diversify. Look at Africa. It's three or four regions. North, East, South, West. Try and get your income locally. Look inward, not outward. This global idea does not work for us. We're, we should be looking at investing in ourselves, in our people, in businesses around us. You have more access to opportunities in Kampala than you have in China. You know what I'm saying? You have more yeah. access to opportunities in Abidjan than you have in Marseille. Yeah. Think of the world, Africa, as as a really big place mm. with a lot of people that can serve you. And technology is your friend. You know, to use technology to your advantage. Use it to sell, to start businesses, to sell and buy stuff, and learn, man. Keep learning because the opportunities are next door. They're right there if you just open your eyes, man. So fundamentally, don't give up on yourself. Don't give up on the continent. Don't give up on your city. Don't give up on your people. And keep hustling. Do not stop grinding, man. There, are, there is someone out there who's not sleeping, and there are a billion more of us coming. Just think about that from a practical. And, 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 then, and then there's Nigeria. Then there's Nigeria, man. Yeah. They're going to be the biggest, the third biggest country population in the world by 2020. Uh, the next 10, 15. Yeah, we can't sleep if Nigerians are exactly. Babies, they're hustling. We, we, we they're the best entrepreneurs in the continent. All right, Simba, so you've inspired us. I have a question for you. I have a great idea. I have some thoughts in these sectors that you've talked about, light manufacturing, in agriculture, in media and entertainment. Um, what was the fourth one? Um, it's fin services. F- f- fintech services, yeah. financial services. And I want to reach you because uh-huh. I want to pitch an idea to you. Uh-huh. Or I want to see if there's a way we can work together. How, uh-huh. do, I, how do I reach you? How do people get uh, to reach you? Okay. Instagram, Simbarashi75. Simbarashi75. S-I-M-B-A-R-A-S-H-E-75. Okay. Facebook, all right. Same thing. Do you have an email address? I have an email address, but DM me first. Okay, so DM him first (laughs) on Instagram. Let me verify. And let me be real with you, man. Um, 
I say this with love and respect for my people. Yeah. Have your ideas developed, man. Yeah. So I'm not here. There are other places where you can get advice on to start a business. Yeah. I need you to be ready. Okay. So you need to know what what's the problem. Yeah. How do you solve it, yeah. and why are you the person? Solving are you ready it? to invest some money in this market? In this market, oh yeah, 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 okay. yeah. I'm definitely, okay. um, God willing, next few months. <laughs> you know, um, but we need things that are ready. We really need things. People that are are focused, that know what they're doing, mm-hmm. that know how to how to solve things or buy things or sell. You know what I mean? And um, it's incredibly important that when you maybe step up to me or step up to any other investor, know exactly what you're selling. All right. And listen, if you're trying to get into that Southern African market as well, oh, yeah. and you've got something to sell, you've got yeah. something to move on that for side, sure, for sure, for or sure. something you want to move from that side to this side, please hook up with my boy Simba, because you know he's got you. So we've got to sign out, but we've got for to real. sign out in Shona. Ah, okay. Yeah. So g- give me give me something. Tell guys Nairobi, it's been nice. Uh, ah, Nairobi, you guys did fire. It's a judge. You guys did fire, Nairobi. Yeah. Ah, Nairobi. I had a good time. I had a good time in Kenya. Uh, I love your people. I, I felt at home. I felt welcomed. And I uh, felt inspired. I think you guys, as I said, the vanguard. The continent is being led by you. No one wants to hear that in the south or the north. But the continent is, the future of this continent is being built here. The future of this continent is being built right here in Nairobi. And I, listen, I don't know who this story was for. But I want you to know that, listen, your limits are not in this city. The boundaries for you are not just in this city. And listening to, to, to Simba for me for the last three days, it's made me start to look at my map again. I started to see where else should I be putting energy and space and time uh, into building what God has given to me. So you can't give up. Widen your horizon, widen your tent. And then let's take Africa. This is Living Truthfully. Peace.